Today's episode is brought to you by the Sounds in Cinema podcast. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the 1982 Singles Edition. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, as always, your friend and mine, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Say hello, Tom. You want to lose that boat? I told you the next time I caught you and your son dynamite fishing, I'd throw your sorry ass in jail. <laughs> and I meant it. And let you rot. Nobody Holy will shit. care. They won't even give a damn. They won't even notice. And I'll impound that boat too. You sorry son of a bitch. That is a record. Quotable for us. Just, just to, uh, just to clarify, that is the monologue that Lance Hendrickson's character in Piranha Two, the, the spawning and/or the flying killers and/or the flying fish, <laughs> is introduced by. Yes, yeah, so and I... and again, nobody speaks in between those lines. <laughs> What I like most is it appears racist, but in the end, it turns out they're friends. Right, it's just lighthearted banter. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to Tom Stewart, we have a very special guest today. Today, we are being joined by screenwriter Matthew Aldrich, co-writer of Coco. He is here to delve into the 1982 single sequels. Hello, Matt. I am so glad I'm here. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you pulled that as your quote, Tom. I, I really am. Um, it tells me that you made it through at least the first five minutes of Piranha 2. <laughs> you know what the sad part of that is? I even watched the James Cameron director's cut. <gasps> there is a, such a thing. I didn't yeah. even know there was such a thing. Yeah, there's a rare Laserdisc cut. Uh of his movie which is shorter than the theatrical version and right. as, as, as mike as mike says that doesn't often happen no director's cuts usually don't trim the fat <laughs> especially a james yeah especially a james cameron director's cut you oh can God. count right. on 40 extra minutes i think well, that that says it all about how he felt about that movie well i am very uh very glad to be here I'm very glad to be joining you guys. I listened to the show, and this is a, a, a little bit surreal. So, um, <laughs> But I'm really glad that you're doing the movies of 1982. I've become obsessed with the movies of 1982. And mainly because it was a remarkable year for movies. The group of movies we're going to be talking about are not <laughs> remarkable, but they kind of are. Yes. Um, and... and the, these four movies, as many as any four movies from any given year, will give you a re re real sense of what was going on in 1982 right. in America, and um, it's a it's a real um, uh, it's a it's a microcosm 
And so I really, um, I'm, I can't wait to get into this. We're very excited to have you and uh, thank you for, for coming along. You're welcome. <laughs> you say now, that now. Yeah, yeah. we'll right. see. Tom and I tend to make each other angry. It'll it'll be fun to see see the dynamic that that unfolds as we rank and declare. I will either try to be peacemaker or I will rabble rouser. Yeah, I will agitate <laughs> or be peacemaker. I will alternate between the two. Um, I I have the both of you up on my Zoom screens, and so seeing you guys fight is going to be kind of like uh, it's, it, it has like a pugilistic quality to it. I feel like I'm watching. Uh, watching about this is good nice as, lo- right. as long as we make you suffer that's the only prerequisite for being a well nerd. i watched halloween 3 so check <laughs> <laughs> nice oh that's great so that lends that that leads me to our next question of course listeners we are here for a minisode we need to rank the 1982 single movie sequels, as well as declare them good or bad. First, let's start with the start. In 1982, we're saying there are four single sequels. We are saying Grease 2, single sequel. It's an actual single sequel. It is. Airplane wait, wait, two. wait, wait. I don't like where you're going with this, Mike. <laughs> I do. I do. Are you, are you, are you questioning my selection criteria? Well, every bit as much as you're going to question mine. Yeah, quite right. So, if you know, tit for tat. What is tat? Where do you get it? How do you exchange it for the other thing? In addition, we're doing airplane <laughs> so, two. So it's 1982, so you have to do Im- uh, night at, light at the improv style comedy as tit well. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're going. Airplane 2, another actual single sequel. Then we crawl Not into a Not according to the area. film itself. Right. <laughs> I <know>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then we crawl into the gray area. We have Piranha 2, The Spawning, as mm-hmm. well as Halloween 3, The Season of the Witch. It is a gray area. I, I will give you that. Um, but, and, and I initially, I, I, I threw in Piranha 2 because the franchise quote unquote really kind of ended there it was it right. was revived it's re it's a reboot tom tom it, tom doesn't believe me he keeps asking me I, why we're doing I, this movie i don't disagree with that i i what i i just want you to acknowledge <laughs> that you have thrown this argument both ways at me depending <laughs> on what you want to watch what i, don't know I what think you're talking about mister what I think binds all of these movies, and I was I was resistant to Halloween three, but when I realized it was it was in fact a complete divergence from yeah the it Michael is a standalone Myers. piece right it's a stand it's it's a standalone piece and we'll talk about what their intention was with that and I think their intention was actually really interesting yeah um, these four movies um, with the I'm going to say like the fifty percent exception of Halloween three. These four movies all killed a franchise. <laughs> yeah, they, right. They, they, that is the thing that, that binds them together. Um, so that someone eventually came around and made Piranha 3 as a tongue-in-cheek, um, like Sharknado kind of movie, it, 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 you know, 
but 30 don't some also, odd years later it's not really... is sort of is sort of beside the point like piranha one was a unmitigated success you know it was joe dante right. working for roger corman it made it made like a hundred times the the budget i mean it, yeah, was, it was like it was... 16 million dollars against a whatever a six hundred thousand dollar budget yeah or something it, like was, that. it was it was it was a a unqualified success and so piranha 2 was this imperative and and it 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 is what it is. <laughs> there was no Piranha Three for you know. That would have been a better years. subtitle than either the Flying Killers or the Spawning. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Piranha Two. It is what it is. Yeah. That's and great. so again, Greece Two. There was supposed to be. There was supposed right. to be Greece Three. There was supposed to be an airplane. Airplane Three. Um, and Halloween. They were. They were going to take it the franchise in a very different direction they were going to take it away from michael myers and so all four of these movies were um they were they were yeah they were they were killers they were like um um they were like the it's like they were like you know when a a volcano erupts the earth (laughs) yeah when a volcano erupts you know it's not the lava that gets you it's like the gas that like descends and just snuffs (laughs) you out that's what these movies kind of were they were just kind of the the unseen um, strangulation of of very promising a fr- a franchises, right? Franchises, yeah. In that way, I think that as sequels, they're really interesting studies. Now, Tom, do you want to give us your your highfalutin, high and mighty argument for why Halloween Three is on this list? Because I was as <laughs> resistant initially as Matt was. Well, it's a it's a it's a Stand, uh, standalone installment in a franchise. It's not in continuity. Right. But for me, the the sort of... Um, the deciding factor is the fact that uh, by having Halloween as a movie in the universe of Halloween 3, there is a scene... Well, several scenes, right. in fact, where the characters watch... The movie the John Carpenter's movie. Halloween. It's a different fictional universe, and therefore you can treat it entirely independent of the franchise. However, upon this viewing, I realize that they are they are trying to connect it to the rest of the franchise, just not in continuity. Right. They're using every other device they can to make this. Uh, a Halloween movie to to have some connective tissue to the rest of the Halloween movies, um, but they're just not doing that with serial storytelling. All right, so that's I think that's that's the at the end of the day that's I my can't smoking argue gun. With any of that, and I think you're right. I think this movie belongs in both categories. When we tackle the Halloween series, we'll have to tackle this movie again. <laughs> but yeah. And also, I will not I mean, be you joining can... you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy you know, that day. <laughs> you're busy. <laughs> can I take it? I'm busy on February the one month corner. I'm going to be very busy that day. <laughs> can I take it then? Uh, let's let's get to ranking. Well, first of all, was ranking easy or hard for both of you? Simple. Oh, okay. interesting. Simple. I, I have one hedge, but it's it was easy. 
All right, I Tom. found it unbelievably hard. <laughs> you know, and and for a very specific reason, uh, that that is particular to this segment on the podcast, <laughs> because um, I'm going to say overall, I think making these movies in every single case was categorically a bad idea. Agreed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after I watch each of these movies, I have the same feeling, which is, oh, that more or less justified its own existence. So okay. what do you do with that when you're ranking and declaring <laughs> good and bad? Like, I don't I don't know where to go. And, you know, that, that, that also, you know... Um, the the other the other aspect of this that makes it difficult for me to to rank or declare good and bad is I mean, we talked about how another stakeout and another forty eight hours are the same movie. These four movies mm-hmm. really are the same movie. Yeah, <laughs> they for me right. they have the same problems, the same successes. In each of them, there's one or two standout performances, and most of the rest of them are garbage. Right. Um, I just don't you know I I I really struggling. Um, so. I am, you know, I think of these movies on a par and what puts it above and below the line is based on the thinnest criteria. I mean, in some cases, it's just... Tenuous. It's like one actor, one scene, a moment. <laughs> really? A speech by Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Two, I a mean, two of these movies... A speech by Lance Hendrickson that's all in good fun. Two of these movies are written by the same person. How are you yes, supposed to distinguish right? between them? That is the that is the most dis- delicious part about this. That's the is magic. There, we have a hero to this whole, or an anti-hero uh, to <laughs> to this whole uh, project, and his name is is uh, oh, I'm gonna I gotta look up his name. Uh, I'll I'll have it in a second. Finkelman. Ken Finkelman. Yeah. Ken Finkelman. 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 <laughs> Ken Finkelman is the tie that binds. Yes. Um, and and uh, I have thoughts as being being as somebody who like uh, you know I've been I've been uh, uh, working as a screenwriter for about twenty years now, and I know what it's like to get sent projects and sequels mm. and reboots. And mm-hmm. I know the, um, I know a little bit about the the, the sausage making process, right? And and so when I look at, um, especially uh, Grease Two and Airplane Two, which Ken Fink- Finkelman wrote and he directed also Airplane Two. Airplane Two. Um, I look at that and I see like I see the glorious sausage machine of it all, and yeah. um, I get it. I sort of have a deep appreciation that I I, I hope to bring to bear uh, for uh, for these conversations. Oh, that's um, great! And and I think maybe helped me um, rank these pretty easily. Um, ah, I, think, I, I, I think I think from my point of view, it was a, it was a very easy call. Yeah, I'm you? definitely suffering from the tunnel vision that we've. Uh, um, adopted from doing these podcasts. Yeah, fair. Because you know, I, I'm noticing so much about these movies that make them interesting sequels for us to talk about. But in you know, in the cold light of day, very problematic as as movies that exist in the real world. Yes, 
Agreed. What, what about you, Mike? Did you was this easy for you? No, I had the same problem Tom did, and maybe it's because we're doing this fucking podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> but I found myself negotiating with each film where, where I would say something like you, Tom. I would say, yeah, but this movie's got this, and. Well, when I look at this movie with my 1982 eyes, I would have thought that. But 2021 eyes are totally different. <laughs> and we've spoken many times about how we're trying to look at these movies as singular entities as opposed to connected to their original films, which in and of itself is a very difficult thing to do. It's hard not to consider the movies that preceded all of these movies. Especially what? as in this in this case, they are all classics. Yeah, right. Like, yes. like to a film, they are all the classics of that time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in that, I I had to start. I had to start start. I had to start breaking down what I really appreciate about each movie, and then from there go to what do I appreciate the most and it was hard it was not easy I think you guys are overthinking it yeah we are <laughs> oh you're totally absolutely right it. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think I think you're this not is, wrong this is this is uh this is this is pub trivia this is like don't don't <laughs> overthink it just ring in give your answer but I had to revert to that in the end I had to go to to say you know instinctively what do I think about these movies um big you know because of one performance or because of something it's like what what do i remember about these movies that's a good place to start right like what what do i remember that's not awful and then we'll go from there oh my god i love this let's go let's i want to hear what you guys think right now i want to see if i'm right because i have a feeling that you two might be so diametrically opposed that i'm guessing tom's favorite is halloween 3 and matt's least favorite is halloween 3 you can guess all you want i'm not gonna i'm gonna hold my cards until it's time to show (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna hold mine tell me then for as long as i can so as not to be judged. No, everyone knows where this is going. Everyone, anyone's listened to this podcast. Uh, as soon as they heard three, they knew where it was going. They were like three, Tom, done. All right, Tom, give it to me. I'm going to assume Halloween three is at the top. Yes, yes, it is. You're wrong. What an abomination. <laughs> What's on the top of your list, Matt? Grease two, hands nope. down. Me too. Wow. Now oh. let me let me let me preface let me preface all this by saying, you, we sort of rank good and bad, and I'm not sure. I mean, that's going to mean something different to every person. So here's where I'm coming from. Like, good is not on the menu, okay? Um, for these right. movies, I, I I just don't even think it's an option. So I sort of went to this point of like, was this fun to watch? Do I want people to stop what they're doing and go watch some of these movies? Like, yes. Are they good? No. Good is not on the menu. <laughs> but but they, there, there are, they are compelling. And they have a sort of um, 
some of them have sort of a car crash um, quality to them where oh yeah I, I can't I can't stop watching them and whether that's 2020 eyes or trying to remember how I would have received these in 1982 I mean a movie like Airplane 2 I watched 150 times because it was just on like heavy rotation on HBO right and and so it, and same with Grease 2 it was like a heavy rotation. My sister watched it all the time. Like I knew that movie. I didn't know until I watched it yeah. that I could have acted it out um, and like sung along mm-hmm. with the whole thing. So, um, so I too am having trouble disentangling myself from my memories of these movies. Um, but in terms of like, I'm just trying to like blank slate watching these movies. I know nothing. I've landed from another planet. What movie am I going to say is the best of this bunch? Grease two hands down. The last half hour of that movie is pure genius, period. The last half hour of that movie is good. Like, it it leaves the realm of, like, bad movie, and it actually becomes a good movie when it becomes the most insane. Oh, interesting. Well, I don't disagree with that, but again, no surprises there. (laughs) (laughs) The movie is the best when it's the most insane. Absolutely. Yes, It, 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 it comes into its own. It takes... A full like 70 minutes to get there but it finally realizes what it is we'll talk about it when we talk about the movie but that's yeah. what i'm saying like like that movie really um saves itself in the last half hour mm. all right well air uh uh grease 2 top of my list as well whoa yeah <laughs> Pete, so tom well, tom what is your full list let's let's i want to hear the whole oh god i want to no. hear it all um okay so halloween three (laughs) then i'm gonna go piranha two yeah the spawning and or the flying killers uh then i'm gonna go then i'm gonna go grease two and airplane two at the bottom all right we're not that far off we we agree on Halloween. we disagree on halloween but we're not that far off yeah, I think me too, because I am Grease 2 at the top, and then I am Piranha 2, the spawning, second, followed by Halloween 3, and on the bottom of my list is Airplane 2. And I'm going to split sequel. the difference. I'm going to split the difference. I got Grease 2, Piranha 2. Piranha 2 is absolutely the second best movie of the bunch. <laughs> I will go to the mat for that. Um, Airpl- and then I put Airplane 2 above Halloween. I, th- I found Halloween completely infuriating in its in its lack of everything like it just it lacked it didn't accomplish what it was trying to do at all it wasn't scary it wasn't creepy it wasn't funny it wasn't weird it was it just felt so um um it just felt like a mess just like a a movie (laughs) that just was just it's just that movie's just a mess um so i I couldn't i couldn't yes but Tom Atkins. <laughs> That's okay. all I'm so, going to say. <laughs> all right. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. I dis- I think I dis- where I disagree with you, Matt, is <clears throat> it wasn't easy for me in the bottom of my list, Halloween 3, then Airplane 2, because I really, I really liked the first 15 minutes of Airplane 2. I thought that was really funny, but Airplane Two, all of a sudden, it's 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 such a retread of the first movie that I couldn't forgive it. 
Oh no, it's it's it looks like uh, an assemblage of the cutting room floor of the first movie. Yeah. Um, it's it's all it's all the jokes that didn't make it into the first movie um i totally agree and and that's what's weird about that movie is that on paper and all of these movies actually on paper like to pitch it in the sort of tv guide or like back of the dvd box it's perfectly reasonable and a and a good idea like it's airplane Mm -hmm. we're going to reunite the cast of airplane um and this time instead of a plane to chicago we're going to put them on a space shuttle to the moon and it's like go green light that's, like that's right. it's so gettable it's so easy to wrap your brain around and it gives you so much room to embroider and have it sounds fun. like exactly the thing a sequel should do yes right just just to, to sort of uh uh to kind of re-up the fun and the zaniness but then like kind of turn everything to 11 like that's kind of what a, a sequel and some you know some sequels really kind right. of embrace that and go there um again with all of these movies like on paper <laughs> the the premise is solid it's completely solid and even if it's a little even, ridiculous even the flying fish yes well okay. the flying fish well, yeah, are not in, the, the flying the fly, right exactly <laughs> that's the space shuttle to the moon that it's the you got to have the same the, movie but this time the fish fly if if you end your pitch in that if you're in the room and you go it's, it's going to be great. Yeah. Picture this. You know, we're in Jamaica. We're, uh, we're at a resort. Very contained. You know, the local sheriff, he's got the, he's got the bead on, on uh, his ex-wife runs the scuba school. And she's seeing some strange shit go down. Like, series of unsolved murders. And then they figure out that it's, that it's piranha. But wait, you ask. Piranha and saltwater? These are genetically engineered military-grade piranha. And guess what? They fly. Done. Your pitch is done. You get the two sacks of money. Green light. Uh, they just green light. They go here. Go go do that. And Jenkins, so what, you've done it again. What What's amazing about all of these movies is is the pitch is solid. They give you the two sacks of money, and then. It's just a train wreck after that. <laughs> just <laughs> merry-go-round broke down, um, and uh, and that's why these movies are kind of so fun to watch because at a fundamental structural level, they all work. It's not like watching like a like an Ed Wood or like you know a, um, a movie that's just kind of bad and 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 the premise was never even good to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like when there's this this sort of understructure that's holding you and moving you on you're you can you can kind of revel in some of the right misfires anyway i i i certainly do i i love a good bad movie i uh, i can imagine coming like coming out of the pitch meeting the door closes you're you're alone for the first time without the people you're pitching to and i guarantee in every one of these cases the the people pitching it ask themselves like an unanswerable question <laughs> Like in each in each case, I can imagine it's like, okay, how do we make the fish fly? Or okay, how do we do a grease movie without John Travolta? Yeah, yeah, that's, right. and and they never and the movies have not the movies answered never answer these questions. Right? Where, where, is Ros, is Robert Stack available, and does he want to do this? No, right. apparently he doesn't. And uh, it was Le- Leslie Nielsen refused to be a part of it because he was. Over there doing the police squad. Well, I don't think refused. Them. I think he was just doing police squad. 
I don't so, know. We'll get into it when we talk about airplane, but the the yeah. animosity um, that the Zucker. Well, there's certainly from, yeah, from that the they original had about, creators. Like, they, they, yeah, they really they they objected writers and directors. So, yeah, they objected so vehemently to a sequel that purportedly to this day they've never seen a frame of Airplane right. Two. Yeah, and and so um, to your point, Tom, like with each one of these movies, there were huge personnel changes. Yeah involved um reigns were sort of handed over um you know different producers different writers different directors and then and then it becomes the sort of the apollo 13 scene where you know it's like this is what our boys got we got to get them home like we got to do a grease movie we don't have travolta or <laughs> olivia newton john but yeah. we got to get our boys home so just make something work and and it's there's... like the uh, making the carbon filters scene except Instead of making a uh, or the CO two cartridge, yeah. in Apollo thirteen, exactly. So we've got like, all this shit, and I need you to make uh, songs about plant reproduction out of it. It's it's <laughs> one of the best numbers of the show. Yeah, um, I say like, don't be dissing reproduction, Mike. No, it's one. Of, it's <laughs> so one of the memorable. So fucking magical! I love I, it. I'm, all right, so go ahead. Matt, can I assume? Based on what I'm hearing from you, that it's a blanket for for the discussion of good or bad, is, is he, are you saying each one's bad officially? Again, I'm going to go back to my caveat. I don't think good is on the menu in the way that when you look, especially look at the films from 1982, which is sort of the lens I'm coming at it. That's the year of you know, you've you've got major pop successes like et and blade runner and it's a very Pol good point Pol poltergeist and you have seminal characters being created like conan the barbarian and rambo you have prestige films like gandhi, gandhi and, yeah. and 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 missing and das boot and you have you know ingmar bergman making his last film in 1982 and you have there's so the 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 year is just dripping with noteworthiness and then you've got these four <laughs> films it's like you don't sit down and watch Grease 2 for the same reason you sit down and watch Gandhi um, so I, I'm going on sheer entertainment value I'm, I'm answering your question by by um, rejecting the premise of your question and <laughs> and saying sheer entertainment value Grease 2 entertaining Piranha 2, deeply entertaining. Airplane 2, moderate to low. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Halloween 3, no entertainment value whatsoever. Oh, that's that's rough. You heard Tom's feelings. However, like, like I kind of can't wait to get into Halloween 3 with you guys. Um, this, it, it's, it is the... You telling me you're not, you're not singing the Silver Shamrock song to yourself in the shower every morning? I have to. It's like it's like an earworm. I was when I was when I was talking this, about this with Mike. I was like, he was like, "Hey, Tom wants to watch Halloween 3. and I was like, "I've never seen any of the Halloween movies." And then I was like, "Oh wait, is that the one where the silver shamrock and the masks kill people?" Wow. He goes, yeah. That's how. Like, I did see that movie once when I was a kid, and I've been singing Silver Shamrock ever since. And so yeah. layer onto this a resentment that I have toward the movie for putting yeah. for putting. Um, uh, three more days to Halloween in my head, which I have sung every year for the last forty years, um, wow. and uh, and so 
Oh. Yeah. Um, um, I have an axe to grind with Halloween 3. <laughs> Tell your therapist. This is... I thought that's what this was. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little tidbit of interesting information, because I think both of you know my deep insanity for going to the movies. Airplane 2, the only movie I had seen in 1982. I had not seen Grease 2 until I watched it the other day. Oh, boy. Yeah. So is it good or bad? It's good. (laughs) Yes. Grease 2. Welcome. Embrace the dark side. Yes. How about you, Tom? Uh, what, Grease 2 or, or yeah, Grease you two. want me to, to say whether I say, yeah, Grease 2 is, is a good movie. Nice. I'm going to say, you know, if, if good is off the menu, then I, I am eating at some shitty restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's my th- third on my list and it's still a good movie. I just feel like if you're if you're at if you're at a buffet, you're going to get food. You know, yeah. you're going to get food. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a buffet. And so, you know, you pick which, you know, these grease two solid selection from the buffet. Great. Yeah. Mid range buffet. Now where I had, <laughs> not mother's day at the Hilton grease Two mid range buffet. That's a t-shirt idea. <laughs> I got to write that one down. Uh, I think, the one I struggled the most with declaring officially was Piranha 2, The Spawning, because what reasonable person would declare this a good movie in any way, shape, or form? A fan of James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> or an enemy. As, we, as we've talked about. Or, or a fan of Italian about. giallo movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, we'll get to it, but James Cameron didn't direct that movie. It sure looks like he did. It feels like a James Cameron film, doesn't it? Except for the parts that profoundly don't. And right, right. Th- there's, there's, you know, he's not like the TNA guy. He's, he's true. You know, it, there's so much of it that is just not James Cameron. But like, when you're underwater and then you hear Lance Hendrickson barking, um, like those two things alone, I'm just like, yeah, this is this is where it all started in a certain way, and it's and it's it's a noteworthy film for that reason, you know. To, you know, this is this is this is this was this guy's first um, shot behind the camera. Yeah. Well, that underwater stuff is just deleted footage from Thunderball, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I, I I what's lost that on your clock, you. Mike? Thunderball. <laughs> yeah, 34 yeah. minutes, Tom. 34 <sighs> minutes in, Tom mentioned James Bond. Which I was going to mention because, listen, Tom, the only reason Halloween 3 is at the top of your fucking list is because it's a James Bond movie. I'd never thought of it that way. I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, disputing. Evil genius with a plan to ruin the world. Thwarted okay, by, maybe. That's a fucking James Bond movie. If, so if that's on the case, some then... level, that is your connection to that movie. If James Bond was like... <laughs> The worst, the worst protagonist in cinema. (laughs) The worst spy in the world. My name is Mr. Smith. Smith. That's my name. (laughs) All right. So listen, I got to get the rest out. 
So yeah. for me, I said Grease 2 is a good movie. Piranha 2. Say it. It's good. I'm sorry. It's a good yeah. movie. I like that movie. I am with you. So am I. This is a safe space. Halloween 3 was my toughest decision. (laughs) But I'm going bad movie. Airplane 2 to me was easy. That's bad. I didn't... I had an adverse reaction to Airplane 2. Mm. This go around. Tom, what say you? Um, pretty close. Uh... Obviously, I think Halloween 3 is a good movie. I say obviously. (laughs) Obviously obviously to anyone who's listened to this podcast before. Um, What's next on my list? Piranha 2, I think, is a good movie. Uh, And Grease 2 is a good movie. But I I, I struggled more. I I found it harder to... We'll we'll get there when we we talk about the movie. But bear in mind, this is my first time seeing Airplane 2. And uh, as I said to to um, to Mike off mic, sorry, I was trying to think of a better way of saying that, but I, I can't. Um, I once owned a VHS that had both movies on the same tape, and Grease, I still never watched Airplane Two. I was afraid. No, of airplane watching and it. airplane two. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, airplane and airplane two. I was. Yeah. Like, I, okay. Sorry. So I had the I had the opportunity. To watch it, but not the motive. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it's taken until until now being forced on this podcast to do it to to watch it. And I laughed out loud several times. Yeah, no, it's got plenty of laughs, I think. But you know, we've talked before about what you need from like what you need from a comedy in terms of a hit rate, and it's the numbers just aren't yeah. adding up. the The ratio is not. That anywhere I agree close with. to what yeah. it needs to be, so it's so, bad. It's bad, but I, but you know, I, I struggle saying that because I think there are a couple of there are a couple of great perform comic performances in there. I, there are some good gags and uh, and I did like you know and and I I guffawed a few times, and of course no, yeah, you know me too. I had to think outside the box of this you know this is like a feature film version of this podcast because it's a parody of sequels Mm -hmm. so i didn't i couldn't let that influence my decision but i was (laughs) delighting that so many things we brought up on this podcast made it into this parody of sequels but that's so niche it's really not carrying the whole movie agreed all right so i am in order, top to bottom, Grease 2, Piranha 2, Halloween 3, Airplane 2. Mr. Aldrich, Matt, you are... I'm Grease 2, Piranha 2, Airplane 2, Halloween 3, and I give the first two qualified good and the second two an unqualified not good. Tom, Halloween 3, of course... How could it not be anywhere but at the top of your fucking list? And then you're going uh, Piranha 2, Grease 2, Airplane 2. Right. And you're good, 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 bad. Bad. All right. I am good, good, bad, bad. Done. Locked. All right. 
Anybody have anything left before we move on to? Well, I, our I just want I just want to say, you know as as a as a as a caveat to to you know if we're thinking outside of quality. The way I think this maybe relates to, <laughs> to outside of quality. Sorry. When we when we, t- when, when we think about like nineteen eighty two as this kind of exceptional year for movies, that's a kind of our operational theory here, which I, I completely support. I do think this is an interesting batch of movies. Oh, you know, endlessly like, interesting to me. We've got an original musical, mm-hmm. a standalone installment of a franchise. Uh, the first James Cameron movie. Um, and, you know, uh, what's left? Airplane, and a, and a sequel yeah. parody. Yeah. So, I think there's a lot to... There's, there's certainly... They don't feel, like, safe um, movies. They don't feel like... I know feeling like the kind of Jaws 2 feeling, you know, the, the sort of scene... You know, it's not... I, they don't feel lazy to me. Over ambitious, under everything, but oh, yeah, not, no. <laughs> but not, uh, not safe and not conservative, and and that always is a big plus for me. Agreed. Yeah, I appreciate. <laughs> they, they, each of these movies takes a swing. Each of these movies takes a big swing, and that I can appreciate. I might disagree with the bigness of the swing. Um, you know, I don't want to give these movies too much credit, but um, because they they really are. Uh, we'll I we'll think, take care of that for you. Don't worry. I think they. I mean, they were all sort of as as sequels are wont to do. They're really just. I think they were all surprise sequels. Nobody yeah. expected the first installments to be as successful as they were, and so the th- this each one of these on a certain level represented a, a, a like a land grab cash grab um yeah. you yeah. know and That's and true. so you have movies that you know were never meant to be sequeled airplane was made without the intention of making a franchise and and the other thing that i would add you know um to sort of contextualize this is that in 1982 like sequels were not like prestigious things franchises that was not a thing um, and it was kind of seen as um, if you did a sequel, you were kind of stooping to do a sequel. Um, and um, and so getting the original cast back for Grease 2 isn't it would have been a lot easier to do that had Grease been successful today. Like if Grease were, were made mm-hmm. today and it were successful, right. of course, all the actors would come back because there's no stigma attached. Um, and so, and they would have been already contracted to do it, no doubt. Right. And, yeah, and, right. and they would have been started writing the sequel before the first one was even even out. It was like as soon as it got out of test audiences, they would have started work on the sequel. And so, yeah. um, so the business has changed a lot, and attitudes towards sequels and franchises has changed a lot. Where now it's becoming the expected thing, and things are kind of designed to exist over multiple installments and 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 so these were all surprises these were kind of like you know the you know the accidental child (laughs) in a certain way um and uh and you know uh that is just part of the the i don't know just part of the appreciation of of these films um and why they were limited in certain ways and um why they were even 
you know, conceived. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a, it, it's a, they're an interesting group of, they, they're not the best movies from 1982 by any stretch. No. Or of the 1980s, or even, they're not the best <laughs> this, movie. Even the century. They're not yeah. even the best movie of the week they came out in 1982. <laughs> but, you no, know, in fact, it's, I think it was Greece came out the same weekend as E.T. and, um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, Greece never had a chance. Like, it, right. it just never had a chance. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, these aren't the best, but it's, um, um, it's a, it's a very interesting to me, these four, um, similarities, as you said, similarities emerged as I was watching them. And I was like, oh my God, this, these are, in a lot of ways, these are the same movie. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into it. Coming up next will be Grease 2, our next episode. So I am looking forward to diving deep into each one of these single sequels. For Tom Stewart from Lonesome Whistle Productions and Matthew Aldrich, our special guest co-host, my name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. We'll see you soon, everyone. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, boys. Things sure haven't changed. <laughs> I can't, that could have been from any of those movies. Yeah, I know. Right? Exactly. I'm just going to leave it open. You Until just made that next up. Time. We'll see. We'll see you soon. All right, you want us to hit stop? If you like podcasts like I do, boy, do I have a treat for you. You need to stay on target and check out the Sounds and Cinema podcast. Listen as your host, sound designer and music creator, Tony Parham, and co-host, musical performer and sound lover, Derek Hansen, D-Rock if you're nasty, and I am, discuss all things sound related to film, television, stage, and theatrical productions. They discuss environmental sounds, bioacoustics, dialogue, the nature of communication through sound. But as an added bonus, they drink beer and try to... Stay on target. Find them wherever you get your podcasts and listen to the pure mania of a man who can charitably be described as Doug, the dog from Up, and another man with a soothing and sultry voice trying to get that man to... Stay on target. That's the Sounds and Cinema Podcast. Tune in and listen to the sounds they are creating just for you.